Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening. The date today is the 17th of January, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bunny Cardigan Show. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again band, who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. If you're wondering, why does the audio sound a little different? Ladies and gentlemen, we're using Zoom audio today because something is happening, but we will get to that in a brief moment. We will back to our, be back to our regular uh, um, production next week. Uh, but today, James, is the one-year anniversary of the Bun and Cardigan. Yes. Actually, you know what's insane? So what's we had insane? we had said it was the 14th. Technically, it is actually the 17th. So the 14th, which would be, which would which be is, Monday. Which is Monday, the day you're listening to this. It is the 365th day that the Bun and Cardigan has existed on the dot. The 14th was technically, I forgot that we did this. We uploaded the, you did like two minutes and we we put it up like uh like two weeks before because oh, yeah. we had to make sure it could we get up on the Spotify and all video. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did our first official episode today on the seventeenth. So we're here. We're gonna get to all of the fanfare of that uh in just a little bit, probably about ten minutes first, James. But, but wait, 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 before we get yes, actually, we'll, we'll incorporate that with with the the later portion. I was gonna do our part about the year first, uh, so we could have like a a moment. Oh, sure. Look each other in the eyes and talk about this. Sure. What we built, and but no, we'll wait. Um, so where do you want to start on our one year pod? The, so the, the well, the, the main thing is that is what people are going to want to hear about. It's the most pressing thing that's happened. Even though the Jazz win was great, um, the Raptors win was great, awesome stuff. The one thing that people actually care about right now is what happened with Bull Bull because we had um, a week ago we sat here the day that it happened. Um, and we talked about how, you know, it's cool. It's fun. Doesn't it's like a, you didn't lose anything and maybe you didn't gain that much, but it's still a fun trade to make um, just for the, the, you know, the, the, the aspect of the unknown that you always talk about um, and come to find out uh, his body doesn't work and we do not have bull bull anymore. Rodney Magruder's back. And so is the Brooklyn pick. What happened? Yeah, he got to Detroit. He took a physical. He did not pass the physical. There were concerns of the physical. Uh, to my knowledge, it was a a foot problem that they were uh, worried about, and they nixed the deal. Pistons trade nixers since 2016. Do you or 1996 or something like that? Whenever the Sean Elliott one was. Are you of the? I believe it was 96. I think you're right. Are you of the belief that Troy now thinks? They got to go back to the drum board. Got to go do something else cool. Because here's the take. You said you said before we started recording that I hold back. I'm not going to say the take that I had that you said that to. I'll say this instead. Here's the here's another scorcher that I almost texted you about. What te- tell me now? PR ass trade. That's what that was. Why? Because it's you- because a lot of people were on Troy Weaver's side for a few days. A lot of people were like, because people apparently had were fucking disillusioned by how good or not good Bull Bull actually is just because he has this really unique frame. So yeah. the idea of him being traded again, like we talked about last week, for a player that, yeah, cool, he's a really, really nice guy, but the fans don't want him on their basketball team. It was mm-hmm. like only viewed as a win. And like, even though I don't think that intrinsically it was made exclusively to make him look good, him being Troy Weaver, when you really think about it, it's like, if there was a trade to make that would get the fans on your side and get the fans interested again, it would be somebody like fucking Bull Bull. My argument to that would be if it was strictly a PR trade, wouldn't they have just passed his physical? 
and just no, let him sit here. Because you start to look like a real big dumbass if you make this trade and then we find out that oh his body actually doesn't work and he can't play basketball. But which... it goes to but it would go to your point where uh you didn't give up anything for him. Sure. Just right out into the sunset anyway. Sure. So if you if you wanted to carry the PR thing through, you, you could it still wouldn't have been like I think if Bull Bull would have got hurt, knock on wood, you don't want that to happen to anybody, but like everyone would have been like, oh, well, that, that that follows suit. That makes sense. The skinny guy who hasn't played much basketball got hurt. That is a compelling uh, counter argument. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I get uh, I get what you're saying. I don't I don't Troy doesn't strike me as a, a PR trade guy. I mean, no. he's a guy, yeah, he traded uh the Luke trade wasn't a PR trade, the Bruce Brown trade wasn't a PR trade. I don't know if he's made a quote unquote PR trade. I'm trying to think. There's been a lot of trades. Yeah, off the top of my head. Um, you know, I was thinking about this today. Uh, speaking of 300 things that happened 365 days ago, Blake Griffin was still a Detroit Piston. How in, I'm pretty sure Derek was too. I don't know if the Knicks trade had happened yet. It was around right now that it did. It was like around this week that the yeah. weird Derek started sitting out and then me and Shams broke that he was getting traded. It the was like fuck, around this week. The little stomach bug that he had in like New Orleans or wherever it was. They're like, oh, his, he has a stomach yeah. ache. And it was like, no, he's getting traded. That's what it yeah. is. Um, yeah. So, okay. Bull Bull, um, Cade, kind of throwing himself back into rookie of the year it's just oh, he's the, number two now well yeah it's like i think if the Cavs and the pistons had the exact same record i think you could be like it's cade yeah. but the, the fact that evan has been as instrumental as he has been in the Cavs' success it's it's still evan mobley but cade is definitively number two and yeah evan's been consistent cade hasn't been consistent in part because he missed a week or months with an injury and started slow um I don't hold that against him, but obviously people will. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. <clears throat> Dwayne said today after practice, like, or I'm sorry, on Saturday after practice, that he's turning into the closer. Like you did it at every level, and you're starting to see it now. Um, the Toronto win was a, a great win. Do you have a theory about why Dwayne just kicks the Raptors' ass? I got nothing for you, but I love it. It's funny. Also, I said this, and then I think it was Kyle Metz who had a very good point. Uh, so Trey Lyles at the line last night was against Toronto was getting MVP chance. Yeah. And I, and I said, I wonder if he still thinks that Detroit is one of the worst basketball cities in America. Somebody Kyle Metz correctly pointed out that it is like 50% Raptors fans that are there and he is a Canadian. So it's probably not for the reasons that I think. And I was like, that's actually a really good point, but Trey Lyles still did get MVP chance. Yeah, it was a good combination. I mean, he was balling. So Pistons fans are happy. And then, He's Canadian, so they're balling. But I'm going to actually – I think I'm going to ask Trey about what he said about Detroit this week. <gasps> Is it happening? I might, I might, I'm going to try to ask. Yeah, see what he says. Are you finally comfortable I mean, I'm going to – I know what he's going to say. I love Detroit now, but I'm going to ask. Is he going to say that or is he going to be – is he going to give the diplomatic answer or is he going to be like, I love me two and a half mil? I mean, I hope he says that. That'd be fire. Trey Lyles is yeah. getting, I'm getting a Trey Lyles jersey and let him know. He'd say my podcast co-host said he will buy your jersey if you are just straight up. <laughs> yeah. And give the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I just love two mil. All right. I'll let him know. We, cool. uh, I leave for the Bay tomorrow and it's a freaking eight day trip. So Gross. he'll be returning to Utah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, 
uh, you, you want to talk about Hamadou Diallo really quick? I, okay, when I was doing my little thing where I was putting my hand up, you wanted yeah. me to be honest and you want to know what I was going to say? Yeah. I damn, <laughs> damn, were you right? I mean, I mean, I just, you know, <laughs> but, but to that same point, I finally I have mean, to talk, uh, talk about a fleecing. I finally, oh, facts. I finally have to agree on something with a majority of fans. The dog housing of Hamadou Diallo from Dwayne Casey now looks even stupider and is a bigger load of bullshit. But I disagree. I, at the, I, I, the other way around. Are you going to do the whole he lit a fire under him he by was, doing all that? He was bad. Yeah. I, well, hold on, because I was going to end that with. But to be fair, there was also a clear lack of uh, a display of effort and defensive ability when he wasn't playing. So yeah, he just wasn't better than Josh or yeah, Frank. Sure. Had to be like. I don't think it was that crazy. Yeah. And then both of those guys got hurt and fuck else is Hamadou Diallo going to do. So yeah, Jeremy went down. He, he, uh, he's, he's made uh, every uh, opportunity count. Also that Killian <laughs> dunk Cade jumping with him and hyping him up. I, I didn't I, see that until I saw the replay later that night. I didn't notice that in at the I, arena. I that so funny. badly hope Gavin got a photo of that. Gavin Rhodes, if you're listening, which I think he usually does. Please tell me you got a picture of Cade jumping with Kill because I need it framed. I almost started crying. You are ridiculous. It was like it was so cathartic for me. But yeah, no. um, The the 6'5 guy dunked all by himself. Yeah, well, the bar isn't really all that high. (laughs) So like um, the Hamadou and Cade duo is really easy to see. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that. Do I have to? Well, we kind of did a little bit last week, but you said you want to talk about Hamadou, and so I'll give you the floor to talk about your favorite player. <laughs> I mean, it was like what I was saying. Hamadou is a guy who, because of his skill set and his his unique package, that he – I set you up for that one. Uh, that he uh, that he can play next to anybody. Like, you know how – I meant to ask Dwayne about this today, but you know how, like, they say, like, a guy – a 3 and D guy can play in any lineup. Mm-hmm. Well, like, Hamadou's – the effort, the athleticism, the cutting, um, he's turning into a more low maintenance player. Like he's one of those guys without a three point shot that you can almost play in any lineup. Um, and him and him be effective. You could play him in lineups in the lineups as a whole network, but he can find ways to be effective. I got nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, cause I always just make the same point of like when it works, it's really easy to see, but such is life. So that's it. Yeah. I'm really excited watching him. The Pistons have uh, more wins than Chicago, golden state. Uh, what other, whatever other teams I said oh, last night, um, this month, this month or okay. this year, if that's the agenda that you want to push in 2022 um, tied with Philly uh, more wins than Utah, five wins for the Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons of last season, uh, officially back i think that's the take that we can have and lastly before we get to our our special guests like why aren't people like acknowledging like you know everybody was freaking out for like first three months of the year Mm -hmm. so like do those people like not eat their words because the team is getting better and maybe the, uh, the people in charge know what they're doing or no my favorite tweet or or does it not matter because they only have 10 wins my favorite tweet that you replied to was a banger the guy who in the utah game in the first half was like this is why Dwayne needs to be fired 
and you were like, motherfucker, Dwayne's not even coaching this game. <laughs> He's literally not even coaching. Oh, this yeah, game. I forgot about that. The that problem, crazy. the problem with that is the fact that we ended up winning that game. So that guy now just will somehow feel more validated. You know what I mean? Like, uh, see, they, they yeah, won without Dwayne Casey. It's like he, you know what I mean? So he he will lie and say that he wins that argument, but he's just a moron. So that was a great tweet. That guy was hilarious. Um, Shout out to him, whoever you are. I muted him after that. That was, that was a good I'm take. Mute button more. Good for you. I, my favorite, another one of yours was when you were just like, when I have time, less than sign. Because <laughs> I'll just go. Yeah. All, All right, right, James. Today is officially the one-year anniversary of the Bonnie Cardigan Show. As was promised, we do have some guests on the show. You were the one, honestly, that orchestrated and coordinated this whole thing, so I will give you the floor to introduce the esteemed gentleman in the Zoom with us. All right, so a few weeks ago, I released... Everybody had been asking for the BNC instrumentals. One day, I had time at night, and I packaged my portion of them together. We're still waiting on the the Hinkle. Motherfucker, I wake up in the morning to like six texts and one of them is hey can you have a tape ready by next week how many, how many weeks I, ago was that so hold on time out we'll get to that in just a second it, let's introduce our guests first I'm go trying, ahead and keep doing I'm that trying. go ahead okay go ahead, go ahead i and the people who donated did not have to but they whoever did they entered a raffle to be part of a pod so we invited five people on this two are only here right now um we have Ben Herman, who is I actually saw in person. He was in Detroit. Lives is it okay if I say where you live? Absolutely. He lives in Vegas. He was in from Michigan, correct? Yeah, originally. Yeah, is in Michigan. He was at a Pistons game. Went and talked with him and his brother. Um, nice to meet you. Thank you for your support. Um, and then on Thank his you, right, we have Stephen Sharp, who I have not <laughs> met, but is a again loyal supporter of the the Ben and Cardigan podcast. Um, donated. And we wanted to give these guys a chance to hang out with us on the pod. Um, this couldn't be possible without people like Ben and Steve. So uh, we wanted to bring them in and, and have them so come in and join the chaos. I guess they've already probably sat back and like, this is how it goes. Holy shit. What do I listen to? But we wanted to have them on just to hang out and show our appreciation for um, their support. And so thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. I will. I will. This is amazing. I will say to both of you, um, we, we, if you guys do have any burning questions for James uh, on, 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 you know, what's going on with the Pistons or anything like that, you are more than welcome to do that. As long as there's no incoherent Killian slander, you're good by me. We're we're straight. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't wear your French Revolution shirt. Did you cut it in half yet? (laughs) I wore it yesterday. Did you really? I wore it yesterday, and my DoorDash guy was like, "Oh, hey, Pistons, are those the bad boys?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, the, my sweatshirt with Sekou Dumboya and Killian Hayes are these? Are these?" Um, I have a game, and Stephen and Ben, if you guys would love to play this game with us, it's a trivia game related to the Bun and Cardigan show. Are you guys willing to play that? Oh, whoa! I like this. So, Ben and Stephen, you guys are teammates. Okay. Okay. James Edwards III, you are the representative of the Bunny Cardigan show. Obviously, I'm the one who came up with the questions and the answers. So I'm my, you know, what did you think of this? Uh, Last night, I was watching the Bengals Raiders game uh, during the first half and uh, was just kind of racking my brain 
and was I wrote down questions. So each of you, each team will have four questions. If there's a tiebreaker, I'll fuck around and figure out a fourth question. Uh, now, can just I, for just for posterity, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was okay. just saying, can I ask them a question really quick? That's what I was about to do. But go ahead. What do you guys remember the first episode you listened to? First episode was the first episode. Okay, that's okay. that's good. That's oh, good. Wow, that's good. That's great. I think I started listening in before the draft. So okay. I've been listening. I probably listened to every episode since the draft. So still a while. I have it. So still before, a while. Before that, no, I just uh, stumbled upon y'all on Spotify, and it's been cool. amazing ever since. Oh, so, that's how you found. Uh, us wait, on that's Spotify. how you found us was from Spotify? Yeah, I was just. Uh, I had an appetite to find Pistons information. I, it was, you know, exciting. I think it was right before the lottery. Um, okay. Good time to, to jump in. So I just looked and I stumbled upon y'all and it's been amazing ever since. So not since the first episode. I'm glad sure. Ben's here with us, but uh, pretty good since then. So I think I'll be all right. Are you That's from awesome. Michigan? I'm from Michigan. I am from uh, central Michigan, a little town called Sanford, Michigan. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the middle of the state, I, I live in the Cincinnati area now, but um, loyal Pistons fan long time. Who so, did? Cool. Um, so, okay. Ben, really quick, really quick. Ben, you follow you follow me on Twitter. Is that how you found out about the pod? Yeah, well, I would I I read you, and then I followed Nick since I I want to say Nick the first couple of you know reaction videos, which I think oh, was okay. 20, wow. I think it was twenty nineteen season. It would have been yeah, it was the eighteen nineteen year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so then that's just a Twitter follow, and then you both posted. Um, which would be a year ago, you know, you both posted the the video, you know, tying your shoes and, you know, the, the whole deal. <laughs> so that, I mean, that was just like, all right, that this is great. So I, I mean, it really kind of started from the beginning. Now I realize what a fanboy I am. And this is pretty funny. But this yeah, is good though. This is good. This is good. Yeah, we Steven, appreciate this. Steven, you're in luck that uh, Ben is as diehard as he is for hmm. this trivia portion. Um, without See, further ado, without further ado, are you guys ready to start the game? Let's, Let's do it. Okay. These questions are going to get, I'm going to give you each a softball to start, and then we'll get a little bit harder as we go. Okay. James. <laughs> yes, this is insane. <laughs> go ahead. James, when we started the show, one of the traditions that we have sort of strayed away from is picking an album at the end of the show. I'd say like once every other week, we might remember to do it. Yeah. Shout out to Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, Hold on. Cause sick. I was about to say, this week, if we were to do one, I think by committee, it would have been Corday's record if Earl didn't also drop. So you're going to pick Earl. I'll say Corday and we'll call it good there, right? Yep. Cool. All right. But James, all those months ago when we were actually doing an album every single week, mm-hmm. the, f- the first album that you and I picked that we agreed on, you know what? That's it. We're both going to pick that this week. What album was that? Wow, that's a great question. That we, and you probably, did I say it? And then you were like, I'll t- I'm picking that it one. It was too. the other way around. Oh, you, did it just come out? No. But I will not tell you how long ago it was. It was not new. Oh, man. Was it a. Uh oh. Do I get a hint? Can I get no. one hint? No. Was it a, a Flying Lotus album? Uh, no, I don't know. No, I don't know this. This is the softball. <laughs> You're going to be real pissed at their softball. Um, honestly, I think you might be mad at yourself. It's not the needed scene. 
No, but that was going to be his and hers was going to be a question in here, but that was too easy. I was going to yeah. say, James, if I'm taking too many gummies and I say, what's the name of that record? What's the name of that record? <laughs> I was going to put that on here, but I didn't do it. Do you give up? You want me to tell you what it is? I don't think you have yeah. it on vinyl. Yeah. Black Milk, Danny Brown, Black and Brown. Ah. Yeah, we agreed that Jordan 8 is our favorite song on there. Except the very first pod or second pod? It was one of the first, yeah. So James is down. Well, not down because you guys haven't gotten this one yet. Yeah, we got to score a point first. Yes, but you guys will. And the reason that I know you guys will is because... Steven, this is the easiest question possible. Yes, Stephen, you may have picked up on this because it's a it's a reoccurring joke on this show. Ben, I know you'll know this. If you don't, it's going to get really awkward. Okay, uh, no no pressure though. Uh, all right. Are we going to have fake fan really of fraudulent in here? Fake, fake fan of the this? year. Yeah, scam Seriously. of the week. Scam of the week on Hinkle Hours Live uh, is Ben and Stephen. All right. The first ever story, uh, the first ever story time with James on the Bunny Cardigan show was the. Where's the TGI Fridays joke? Where I thought uh, that you were gonna ask what was it, and I was like, Ugh. But the, the <laughs> I thought two, he was too. I was gonna be pissed. The two NBA players involved in asking where the TGI Fridays is. I know one. Okay, who's one? You can get half of a point then. Oh right. yeah. Well, at least we'll be up 0.5 to nothing. Uh, one is Jaleel. One is Jaleel Okafor. Okay, Stephen, you got anything else? You guys want to throw anything out there? Hmm. I'm surprised that's who he said. I'm also surprised. I I yeah. thought the Is other guy was the, was the I thought the other guy was the lock. Honestly, yeah. God, well, I'm gonna feel stupid. Um, so at the time, well, I didn't give James a hint for that. I can't give you guys. Yeah, a hint. yeah, I'm no, sorry. yeah. You can't give us a hint. No, no hints are fine. Um, God, it's gonna it's gonna bother me, but. I'll take the half a point. And okay, Ben is myself. Ben is giving up. Stephen, do you want to throw out anything? <sighs> so. Uh, have you ever heard this story? No, I don't. I have. Okay. I saw it on your the tag. I mean, I see it on the tag. Sure, but yeah. I haven't. I don't know the story. So it's the. Half, I mean, I could guess a piston, but let's not. It's more fun to just to it, hear what it is. And then it was Jaleel Okafor and Christian Wood. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Too bad, James. So should, you, if you want to go over it for real, real yeah, quickly, James. Say. It's yeah, been a year recap. since you've told the story. Yeah, so yeah it has been a year, ahead. and we've gotten a, a lot of new listeners as from the Cade edition um so long story short game was in new orleans uh, my hotel was a marriott that's a mall is underneath it so it's like the sixth floor is the the marriott tonight time i'm going to meet up with the rod beard johnny kane fsd crew austin drake uh, to go get some food come down my elevator and as the doors open, Christian, I look up and I just see two massive men and it's Christian Wood and Jaleel Okafor. And I step out and I'm like, oh, Christian, what's up? He's like, hey, man, what's he's like, hey, James, what's up? You staying here? I'm like, yeah, my hotel's on the sixth floor. He's like, oh, OK, cool. He's like, yeah, we're trying to get something to eat. And Jaleel was like, do you know where the TGI Fridays is? And I'm like, first of all, why are you two going to TGI Fridays? Not to slander anybody who goes to TGI Fridays, but. There, I don't know. Anyway, um, and then second of all, you live here. I don't know where the, I'm not. I don't. I'm not from. I'm not from. I don't live in New Orleans. I don't know where the TGF Fridays is. Damn sure, probably ain't in this mall. But it was at the end of the mall. Uh, so I ran. I went upstairs. I left my key upstairs. I went back down, and Jaleel and Christian are sitting outside my hotel on their phones, 
trying to figure out what to eat. And it's they're they're devastated. TJ Fridays isn't open. They don't want to go on Bourbon Street. Um, and I told I walked past them again. I was like, Christian, have a good night. I will see you later. He's like, and then Jill was like, Do you know anywhere we can get food? Like, you you live here, man. <laughs> I don't know. A Bourbon Street. He's like, all right, we're not trying to go on Bourbon Street. I'm like, all right, whatever. So that's the story. That's the infamous. That was the first story time with James, right? Yes, it was. And then you went there recently and they they cleaned house. It's not there anymore. Yeah, it's a fancy mall now. They have mm-hmm. like Gucci and stuff. No TGI Fridays. I think those are sort of in the same paradigm. TGI yeah, Fridays I mean, is like the Gucci of, uh, of of family restaurants. Do you remember Damon's? Do you guys remember Damon's? Yeah. Oh, I miss Damon's. Nick's too yeah, young for Damon's. Anyways, yeah, we had, Midland Mall had a Damon's, which was really yeah. close. It was definitely like where you go for homecoming. Yeah, homecoming. Or, uh, you know, any that sort of any special event. You know, just get Sunday some ribs. Football. Yeah, get some <laughs> ribs, some potato skins. Do your fantasy football draft there. All right. So, team guest. Oh, do you guys want to have a team name instead of being team guest? Oof. Do you guys have? You want? Oh. You guys want to come up on the spot with a fun team name? We'll be team Cruz because we're kind of like the second unit. Hey. I like that. All right, team Cruz. I like that. A lot. Team. Cruz. Okay. All right. So Team Cruz is leading. It down. You can't remember in your head four qu- the points to four questions. Hey, I'll d- d- I, like I, if we, if you lose, we lose. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. So we're like let's, uh, let's not be mean to the mediator here. We're like Embiid and Simmons right now. All right. I'm sorry. Any we're, fight, we're fighting. Okay. Yeah. No, I just yeah, yeah. Just trying to make sure who's Embiid and who's Simmons. Uh, team Cruz is leading Team BNC by half a point. James, I ask you, how many episodes have we recorded, excluding this one, that have involved at least one guest? We had Nikias, we had uh, Shook and Laz on one. Yep. We had Vinny. Yep. I knew I'd get you. We never got your brother. Or did we? Uh, am I missing somebody? Vinny, Nikias, Laz, and Shook. Mm-hmm. I think Nikias, I'm trying to remember the timeline. I don't remember if Matt and Laz were first or if Nikias was first, but I'm pretty sure Nikias was the first guest in BNC history. Yeah, he might have been. Vinny uh, was the most recent one, though. And that oh, was ages ago. We had that uh, other a zoom hangout one there it is there it is so we technically have had matthew on there because on the show because because he was in that the correct answer is four i didn't think you would remember that credit to you james for remembering that one uh team bnc gets one point good job james round of applause for james edwards the third of the athletic all right are we are we recording yes all right just want to make sure i'm not you i remember to hit the (laughs) fucking red button um all right team cruise Guys have to lock in. Steven, this one might be tough for you just because I'm trying to remember the timing of it. And I okay. I, th- I think this would have been around the time that you came in. It would be weird and difficult to retain, but I got to throw it out there. It's trivia, baby. You guys are our biggest fans, you know? All right. We did the Motown Noah All-Star. I'm sorry, the Motown Noah Award Show, the show that James just mentioned when we had a bunch of guests on. And inside of that episode... James was bitching about how I didn't give him an award. And then 15 minutes later, I did give him an award. 
Now, you guys the word don't. That he just said five minutes ago on this pod. This is which, so. This is which is why I stopped me. talking. Which is why I stopped saying what I was saying because I realized that I was about to spoil an answer, all but right, I didn't right. say it all the way. James, all right. you could come. Up, you want to come up with a with a damn question, James? You got something in the ch- in the chamber for them? No, this is great. I'm. I'm thank you for taking the time out to do this. This is a great idea. You guys don't have to remember the name of the award, but what was the award encompassing that I delivered to James Edwards III of The Athletic? You want to go, Steve? I think well, I, I think I know. I remember the moment mm-hmm. because I remember how proud you were, Nick, of yep. like getting him to go one way. Okay, and then okay. So you, you remember. So I remember. Listen to it. Um, <laughs> I will say you guys can like kind of talk amongst yourselves. And I just thought it was... Like, you guys want to exchange numbers? Yeah, no. I'm, exchange. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go zoom him on the. Side. No, no, you guys can talk. You guys can talk. It's okay, and then be like, and then give a final answer. We can give our final can, answer. Yeah, yeah, think, you guys can talk. Think, okay. Because technically, it was this second annual awards, even though it was the first. So yeah. I think, Steve, this is not our final answer. I think the original recipient of this award was the namesake of this award, right. and I think James was the second winner. So I think right. it was the Johnny Kane of the Year Award. I think that's what it was. That's right. I just remember the emotional impact of it, less the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a moment. It but I believe that's how For sure. Do you want to go final answer, Johnny Kane? I want to go final answer. I think you're right. I'm legitimately blown away. That is correct. That is absolutely that's cool. correct. I, I am I am shocked that you guys were able to remember that it was called Thanks. the Johnny Kane of the Year Award. It was what I was going for. Yeah, it was like the Person of the Year Award. Um, right. Wow, I almost want to give you guys like an extra half point for that. I don't do that. that I'm not gonna cool. do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. But you guys, you guys do. Shout out to Johnny Kane. Shout out to Johnny. Uh, Team Cruz takes a commanding one and a half to one point lead. Well done, Steve. I'm in trouble. James Edwards. Ooh, that hoodie's fire, James. Oh, thank you. I really oh, like that. Thank you. Thank All you right, James. We might, we now move to your third question. Excuse me. I just During found that- this Rubik's cube like next to me. And I have no idea where it came from. I was about to be like, I've never seen you use a Rubik's cube before. I don't know that where same award show. You pissed me off at the time more than you ever have before. And that occurred when you told me that somebody would be joining the zoom. And then you told me it was a joke and everybody saw Isaiah Stewart. Team B and C is now up <laughs> two to one and a half. It's See, a there's, fixed fight. There's a. <laughs> All right, Team Cruz. We now go back to you uh, to regain control of the board. Now, this one is a two-part question. Another half point, half point situation. This one, unlike the uh, TJ Friday one, where it, for some reason it didn't compute. This one was designed as a half point, half point. Okay. Now, the first part of this question is, as most people know, James Edwards III did try out for the Grand Rapids Drive because he talks about it ad nauseum. Every, I every... don't. <laughs> now, the reason he talks about it so much can be left up to interpretation. But the first part of this question is, did James Edwards III score in his tryout? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you say it very confidently. I, I, think, you know, hold on, hold on. I don't the... want to go final answer here, but. Yeah, I thought that was part of the trash talk, right? Okay. That he that he scored. I thought he compared how much he scored compared to how much you scored, Nick. But okay. I I so I, I have to I, I believe that to be the case. So I'm going to say yes to the first part. But Ben, I want to 
confirmation yeah. from you if you think that's uh, the case. I, I, w- I would say that I don't have specific recollection of whether or not he scored, but I know James refers to himself as a bucket. So therefore, yeah, I have to believe that is the quote. Score. So yeah, I will also say yes with you. So Didn't you guys just both score. Hold on. For James. the record. James, shut All the right. hell up. <laughs> Let me get my shit off. Can I let, let's get to the second part of this question before you divulge too All much right. information? Why do they keep getting two parters? Is this are you trying? Are you fixing the, the other way? Inadvertent. Right. Like I said, right. the the um, Christian Wood, Julia Locafor one, I didn't intend to be a half point situation. This one I did. OK, Um. so you guys both <laughs> said, yes, he scored. So I assume you want to lock that in as the final yes. answer. James, I was a third did score. So there is you are guaranteed to get half of a point. It is now tied to to two. To regain control of the board, how many points did he have? I have a very specific number in my head, Ben, and I don't go remember. You get go with I'm, it. I'm, I, I this, have no number in my head. I want to say 19. Okay. Ben, I love, you, I love Steve. Ben, yeah. I, I believe you just said that you don't remember how much. I, I don't. So I'll, okay. go, I'll go with my teammate here. We got to rely on our team. I don't, re- I, I don't know why that's sticking in my head, but I want to say it was 19 points. So... Unless James is going to lie, I'm basing this off of what he said in the episode where we did, where I just we just talked about the trial. It was immediately after I did it where he divulged that he scored 11 points. Oh, yes, in his G League trial. But I will take I'll take 19 though, guys. Thank you. Yeah, take your 19. I appreciate it. I'll give you guys how how many you score, Nick? Guys, how many did I score? How many did I score? Yeah, I don't think you scored. Man, I thought you did. I thought. No, no, you didn't. Okay. Well, you're I, starting to be positive for us. I, I, I took uh, I took one shot and I bricked. All right. This is actually yeah. interesting. You each have one Six question. travels. I had one travel, a double dribble. No, and a in a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had one walk uh, and two turnovers. One of them. One of them doesn't count because I was saving a loose ball that was going out of bounds. And it was one of those like just throw it behind your back. To try to keep... Yeah, yeah. That, so that doesn't count. But I did have one other one besides that. I, I came down with a board that dude just pushed me over and took the ball. Um, so you got on the stat sheet. All right. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's two to two. You each have one question left. James, yeah, let's, let's do it. Now, typically the task falls on to you in regards to getting guests on the show. Now, typically, I delegate that to you because people respect you more and are more likely to respond to you in that capacity. That's not me trying to like, downplay myself. True. It is. Depends but, on the type of guest. Sure. But the ones that I want are only going to respond to you. So the first guest that I went out of my way to attempt to get, which actually went well, I just we just haven't really been able to circle back to it for certain reasons. Who was that guest? Daniel Brown. Holy shit. Wow. Of course I'll remember that. Did not remember that. I yeah, didn't you, think you, you would guys that. exchange one DM each and then it just and that was it. There was I, it. That. I was like, hey, dude, would you want to come on the show? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, cool. Danny Brown. <laughs> that was it. Shout out to Danny Brown. Yeah. Hopefully he listens to this. Shout out to Danny Brown. Love Danny Brown. Um, shout out to Brock Hampton as well. Rest in peace. They died. No, they broke up. Oh. <laughs> last question the damn thing about Brock Hampton. all right go ahead buzz cut i know the song with danny i know that that's it that beat was hard this is it and i'm gonna be honest this is my favorite question because to me this is the ultimate indication that you are a b and c listener okay and this is for the win okay 
James no. notedly. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. What do you mean? Oh, I'm, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can yeah. tie. You can tie. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for that. Got to be honest. Good catch. Thank you. No, them. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying thank you to them. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> James famously has a fictitious, but based on a real person, best friend that he grew up with in Flint. <laughs> what is the nickname of this man? It is my favorite joke that he will regularly make. He doesn't do it as much anymore, but early on, he was a regular, uh, almost co-host of the show. He might be our next T-shirt. He'll be the next T-shirt. What was the nickname of this man? Why am I blanking? It's, it's, isn't it Little Mookie? <laughs> <laughs> it is Little Mookie, ladies and gentlemen. DC. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's a good um, teammate. Oh, great. Good go. I got you, Ben. Don't worry. I wanted this. I want this overtime. Here's the problem now. <laughs> yeah, are you playing? Are you prepared do? for overtime? I'm not. Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I am not prepared for overtime. Um, James, do you have anything that you can think of off the top of your head? Any if fun I little Mookie? Can I no, ask no, no, no. a question to James? Yes. And if James gets it, although it's not technically it's not BNC, but he knows you. He loves you. So if you oh, if sure. he gets this, he wins. And if he doesn't get it, we win. Then Team then Cruise wins. Support this. So I love this. I love this, Ben. You still have one more question each, right? No. No, no that's, that's it. Now we're tied. That was it. For some reason. I thought I that don't... was three and three. Nope. One, two, three. Nope. That was four and four. It's an okay. easy, it's an easy question, James, but it's, it's I mean, you get it or you're not gonna yeah. Let's do it. Who did the Pistons beat that led Nick to his beer shower Ooh. and his ESPN appearance? Whoa. Detroit, where your favorite team comes to die. The Motor City, where your favorite the team Motor comes City. to die. The Motor City. Which was a bar, by the way. It was. I'm 98% sure. I love how intent he's looking at this. He wants. To I want to win. He wants to I know if I care about him. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Come on, James. Now it's a good question. Uh, it's a really good question. I honestly, I, it, it's a good. The Brooklyn Nets. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Team B and C wins the trivia competition about Wait, their own can show. Can I? Can I Hold give on. them? Can I? I give you one, Nick. And if you miss it, we lose a point. Oh, then we're just back to being tied. Yep. <laughs> So it gives him a shot to not lose. Okay. Are you ready? No, but yeah. All right. Crap, I had a question and I forgot it. It was a good one, too. All right. Um, story time with James. Who? Hold on. How do I word this? I'm I have um, actually, I forgot. I meant to write this question down. I just I remembered one that I forgot to write down, and it is for our guests. Ask them. This is been... if they get it tied game, and then if they get it tied game, and then I'll ask you the question. To, for this the tiebreaker. is this has gone all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. So I apologize if this has been. Uh, it it wouldn't this, be the B and C if it. It didn't. follows suit. In the same vein of story time with James, we asked you about the TGI Fridays, a fan favorite story. I ask you this. I believe it was 2018. I believe it was during Blake's first uh, half season here. It was the, the, the first few months after he got traded, I believe. I just blew the question. <laughs> the question was going to be, who did James watch the Michigan State-Syracuse game with? 
And the answer, answer was Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. And the answer was I Blake Griffin. Uh, I just blew that. I just blew that. They got give him the point. And now yeah, it's I guess on we you. have the point. Now you have right. to answer. I'm uh, sorry. That was a really good question, too. I'm pissed. Great question. All right. Awesome. All right. So it's so it actually is Blake Griffin related. Story time with James related. I told the story of once we were in Phoenix and we asked Blake Griffin a question about a player on his team and he made a joke about his age. Who was that player that Blake made the joke about? Are you, is this for me or is this for our... For you. This is if we if you miss it, they win. If you get it, we win. Blake Griffin. This player, this player had just played well, and we asked Blake about this player, and Blake made a joke about his age. Do you guys know the answer to this? Mm-hmm. I'm skeptical that you've told this story. I think I have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have. If you're out here telling, asking questions about stories that you've back pocketed, I'm going to be pretty pissed. No, 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 no. I've told you this story. You're, if you miss it, you're going to be like, oh, that's right. Well, I'm trying to think because we haven't had a ton of old heads. Unless that's part of the joke. Am I? And now we're not doing hints. I can't give you. I can't. Give so you we're not doing hints. So I assume I can't know what year this was. Uh, No, you cannot know. what year Was he? It was the perception. You can't get a hint. Was the perception of him at the time by the fans that he was a good or bad basketball player? Well, we're talking about Pistons fans, so it depends on who you ask. <laughs> Well, I'm, there was one year where he was objectively awesome, and then everything else was just no. You know. Okay, your mind isn't in the space where it needs to be to answer this question. It's not. Like I'm just, thinking... I just, I just got. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw because if I don't feel as much pressure because our because Stephen and Ben don't know it either, I'm just gonna say Derek. That's not it. I don't know that you've told this story. Congratulations, Ben and Steve. Team Cruz wins. Team there Cruz wins. Team Cruz. They carried Detroit to his victory over the San Antonio Spurs, which is Motor fitting, City Pistons. which is fitting because right now one could argue that the Crews are a better basketball team than the Pistons and the Pistons in this situation would be James and I. Yes, that's a fact. They so, are. We, they, they beat us. Uh, it was I never told you the Blake Griffin Don Maker story. No. They you guys heard it. No, you told I don't it. think so. I'm positive. You told it. OK, you, you are positive. Yeah. So, yeah, all right, I guess all the review. Phoenix, Don plays well. We go up to Blake and ask him about Don. Don, or Blake is like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's he's really impressive for somebody who's 23 or however old he is. I've told Damn. you that story. Yeah, yeah. It was just he did really... like the 23. Like, right. Blank, and Don's yeah. right next to him, so he had to be kind of like discreet about it. <laughs> That's too bad. Really I have bummed. told that, right? Yes. Oh, of okay. course. Yeah. Definitely. And there's, I feel like that might have been a story that you just told me, but I don't really remember. Um, all right. Ben and Steven. That was I'm, fun. Thank was, you for making it. Yeah. Great thank day. you for great thank day. you for playing that with us, guys. Uh, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon. Can I ask you a question, Nick? And if yeah. you guys have answers to this, feel free. I, I don't want to sound like whatever. If you have any, if you if you want to chime in, please do. Nick, do you have a favorite episode of ours? A year in? Yes. Uh, the most um, consequential one that we've ever done, which was probably your least favorite one. The night that we won the lottery and you ruined my life. Well, how'd I ruin your life? 
five minutes in, I'm on the verge of tears and you go, hold on, hold on. I guess this is how we're spending this episode. I don't know that we're drafting Kate Cunningham. <laughs> and you go, I go, oh yeah. I was like, I go, you're talking about that bullshit Sam Vecini and you go, and James Edwards. I go, oh, you reported that too. I didn't know that. I felt bad because I didn't know that. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. Looking back because that really flipped our lives uh, on its head for about a month and a half. So yeah. The, the podcast lives you're saying? Or like Detroit yeah. sports fans, what do you say? Well, both, but I just, for both of us specifically, because that was a, that every episode was contentious. Oh, yeah. Every episode was contentious for, for a while. And then, you know, so probably that one, just because I think it was the one that people are going to remember the most because it, it stirred up the most shit. And Nick, yeah. that's, that's because James spent the better part of the, you know, the last, the three months leading up to that, essentially like, there, it's Kate and it's everybody else. And and to this day, a hundred percent, you're a hundred percent right. And to this day, I maintain that you weren't bullshitting. The problem was I put you in a bad spot because I had said the thing about you're just doing this to make content. And then everybody ran with that. So I put you yeah. in a bad spot. It's fine. But I didn't take it. Yeah, yeah. looking back, it's fine. And everything worked out and we have Kate and he's the best player in the world. And it doesn't matter. But Ben, you're a hundred percent right. And that's what pissed me off so much. What's what? And James, and all of us too. Don't worry, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> James has since disavowed me for this, and I gotta give it to him. He's correct. It's very refreshing for me to know, in retrospect, that I was right about it being Cade and Mobley, and also that Troy believed that too. But just to James's point, he was correct in being like, "You bitched out too early on that." Cause I got scared. It was like, no, 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 just take Kate. I probably should have been like, you can't I'm I, and I couldn't be happier with Kate. I, there's nobody I want on my basketball team more, but it is very reassuring to know that I wouldn't have lost either way. Yeah. I would say it's a little bit revisionist history here in terms of, I never said that Detroit wouldn't take Kate. I, I said, it's not signed, sealed, delivered Billie Jean. The girl is mine. Another great BNC. Sealed, sealed and signed. She's not my yeah, lover whatever. like Billie Jean, but the kid is mine. Sandy yeah, used yeah. to tell me all it takes is one time, and all it took was one time. She, one we time, only met two times, two times. You oh, see the hot the sauce? Two times. The, the thing about the hot sauce? All right, I'm going to give the floor. James, we'll do our <laughs> sentimental thing in just a minute. I want to give our lovely guests here the floor to, yes. to, to pick your brain for just a second. We'll give you each about 60 seconds. Oh. Uh, Stephen, we'll start with you. I'm just going to give you a question. I'm going to give you a prompt. Okay. Trade market is yours in a, in a Jeremy Grant trade destination. Who is the one player? Make the case to James, sell him on this trade. Or, or you don't have to come up with a trade, but like this player. Like if you want Onieko Kongawu, sell him on that. Well, the first thing I want to say is my bad take on my favorite episode, which is when James went through the draft. So uh, well, I'd like to see more of those uh, sure. when you try to name each each player of the draft. Oh, oh the Sean Livingston draft. The Sean Livingston. Yeah, I forgot it was the about most that beautiful. Too. Yeah, most beautiful. That's right. And uh, then the, the, the next episode, uh, I, I did, about that. I did the I beautiful. named champions going back to like 1972 or you some did. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And that I was also about amazing. That. So, yeah, maybe uh, I, I, I don't know if that's a consistent fan take, but it is mine. I think. Uh, my trade for Jeremy Grant is Patrick Williams. I, I, you see what Hamadou can do and what happens when you have athletes around Cade. And I think we just want someone who brings a totally different skill set and 
I, I, it, it's hard because like he's never averaged over 10 points a game, anything above like high school, even at Florida state, he was, I think yeah. like nine and a half, but I, it doesn't matter to me. I think he feels like the the biggest upside and that's what I'm hoping to see. And uh, I can't remember who the add-ons are for that. Um, it's yeah, not like a Gallinari to, situation, but yeah, it's, it would have to be like Derek Jones and like uh, what's the Matt uh, Thomas or somebody like that. Some guys, you how you could just cut or something yeah i i have to want the person who is four in the last draft who i think still has a ton of upside who they really want so that's what i'm hoping i think that is the best case scenario type of return for jeremy i think pat is a high like you said high upside guy uh from what i've heard good character guy i think if they could do that i don't know if that's i don't know personally if that's ever been discussed or I should say, I don't know if it's been offered, uh, but I think if they could do that, that would be a good, very good return to get for Jeremy Grant, for sure. Ben, the floor is now yours, and you have the same prompt. Um, you know, I'm really glad you asked, Nick. Uh, I, I will actually take it in a different direction if I, if I could. Yeah. Because I talk about this Please. With, with my brother all the time. I would go the other direction and I would say to me, we have this, I always say this unit. I say, you know what, to me, what, what Killian, Frank, Sadiq, Kelly, and Isaiah are in my mind. Yeah. They're a second unit that helps win you a championship, which means you now have, in my opinion, three guys who could be starters on a team like that. And that's Cade, Hani, as He's developing. And Jeremy, we have a top three potential pick. You hope you land a fourth guy like that. And we have all the cap space in the world. And you throw the max at Aiden or you throw the max at Miles, whatever that is. I, I don't completely understand why trading Jeremy has all of a sudden become a foregone conclusion. And I understand the time frame a little bit, but Jeremy's 27. He's not 37, right? Like, mm-hmm. and he's in a place he wants to be that he chose to come, he, that he chose to come to, he's still got a year left. You can extend him this summer. You can extend him during next year. Whoever you throw the max at this summer, Jeremy's doesn't start overlapping with that. Well, I don't even know what a Julius Randall money, whatever it turns out to be. So I guess I'm picking James's brain. My question would be help everybody understand why trading Jeremy for, let's say two guys, a Cam Reddish type and another, you know, type of guy who to me are, are only, similar to the guys that I just said would be a great bench on a championship team. That's the thing that's, that's ultimately confusing for me is why Jeremy ultimately is just a foregone conclusion that we should trade him. Great question. Fantastic question. Um, I'll say this. Jeremy, good player. I, I do wonder if fans maybe overvalue how good he is. Um, or how bad not, not directed at you just just seeing other people like if we don't get this and that for Jeremy like I see that a lot sure. at the end of the day I think Jeremy is a on a good team you want him to be your third best player I think would everybody agree with that totally okay yeah. I wonder if and we've seen it some this year I wonder if he can concede to not being 
not only not the guy, not even the second guy when that time comes. Um, and I wonder if you pay possible, what is it? It'd be $28 million a year for that guy. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know if Jeremy, I think Jeremy works if you have the other pieces. The goal for the Pistons right now, in my mind, is to get the pieces in place that you think could be the faces of the franchise going forward. I think you have that in Cade. I think Sadiq is the one that like could surprise. I understand you might think he's better bench guy. I think he has potential to be a starter. I'm not going to argue with you either way. Um, and Hami X factor. I still think they need like a bona fide guy or two. And I think Jeremy can get you another shot at another dart throw. Um, another chance to find out. I see what you're saying. I don't know. I, yeah, like I see what you're saying. I guess it just comes down to what you think Jeremy's ceiling is. Um, so it, it's a differing on opinion, and you have to wonder if they, um, if they see Cade, which I'm sure they do as the face, and whoever they get, if they get a top three pick this year, then they're hoping that guy can also be a, a pillar. Maybe, maybe if he's not done by the deadline, but I wonder if you have to convince Jeremy to wait maybe three or four years before it starts to look like more than just like a cute playoff team or a fun playoff team, but like where they're like actually turning a corner. And I, I wonder if it's more value in trading him now instead of re-signing him. And then maybe he's not the guy he showed to be last year. Like, I don't think he's played when he has played this year. I don't know if he's, he hasn't been as good as he was last year. Um, and to his defense, the team's not as good, but that's a good question. I, I think it just really depends on what your thoughts are on the rest of the roster and him specifically. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Let me, uh, we got to wrap up here in just a few minutes. I just want to throw this out to you, James, it just to move away from the shit that we're always talking about the, you know, the Patrick and that's, I'm not, I don't mean this in just right way, but you know, like Patrick Williams, I think is one of the, the consensus returns. Like it was Cam Reddish. It's like, so just, just to, for the sake of talking about something else, James, I want to float this out to you. When you look around the league um, with the, with the trade deadline looming in about a month, um, you try to think about some of the names that are going to be, floated around and, and teams that are trying to make certain acquisitions um, to reach whatever aspirations that they have. So if, if you'll indulge me, I'd like to walk you through a theory that I was chewing on the other night. Take hold my hand. Let's go. I was told by somebody who shall remain nameless that 2022 and 2023 are the years that Detroit is going for it in free agency, but primarily 2023. Now, whoever told I, you that must be a, a bright guy. Whoever told me that Sexy. must, must <laughs> can rock a mean fucking cardigan. <laughs> so just thinking out loud here, if I'm a Pistons yeah. fan and I'm thinking if I'm hypothetically not interested in the Killian experience anymore, which of course I am. If you're interested in having a better second unit point guard than Corey Joseph, what I would say to you trade Jeremy Grant to Dallas, go get Jalen Brunson, get his early bird rights, and then you can re-sign him in the offseason. He's got the Villanova tie with Sadiq. I wonder if you can get some weird Dwight Powell in there, 
just to make the salaries work. And that's valuable inherently. Do you think it makes sense to trade for Jalen Brunson? Well, since you went there on our one year anniversary, I will leave the people with a gem. I believe, and Nick knows what I'm going to say. He's acting like he's on edge. He set me up for this. <laughs> I, I didn't think you were going to say anything. I just wanted to float it out there for the people. I don't know what you're talking about. I believe that Jalen Brunson is going to be a high target on the Pistons' go-get list uh, this summer. I think it's a guy that they are targeting. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far, thank you very, very much for listening. You if you're listening it. to this on Apple happy Podcasts, one year, happy one year, everybody, Stephen, one year, Nick. Ben, thank happy you very year. much for joining us. Thank, thank you, you guys. guys. Thank you for joining us. That was, that was, that was a lot of fun. Congratulations on winning uh, the trivia game team cruise. Yes, congratulations. And thank you for your support. Yes. Up to the raft, up to the rafters. There's yeah, you guys are in the in hall. There. You guys are in the, the uh, BNC fan. I don't like saying fan BNC listener hall of fame. We're going to, we're going to, we need to make that list. Okay. We need to make that list. We should yeah. make the Hall of Fame, BNC Hall of Fame listener list. And it'll be like the Pistons where we just have like 50 jerseys retired. That's fire. You guys in on that? You guys I'm like that? that? Absolutely. Cool. And, All right. And maybe for year two, we'll unveil the first class. That's police. Or maybe, well, maybe, it. maybe we'll do it for uh, the Motown No Awards. Yeah. There we go. We'll, that, we'll put, that, that we'll put three jerseys sense. in the rafters this summer. Yeah. And two of them are locks right here. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, yep. if you made it this far, thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review if you're feeling generous, and subscribe. We will catch you guys in the next one. Do you guys want to do the honors? Go ahead. Peace. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>